Hello and welcome to the Race FF Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Garcia. And today, guys, like always, and thankfully, we have Honda Challenge Update, um, our recurring segment. Um, I'll also be going over AutoFest that happened this past weekend. And I was lucky enough to go over there and support Dennis uh, from Max Boost. And then, uh, as always, we have some more uh, updates with the uh, race car Project Gloomy. So, yeah, um, that's kind of what we'll go over with this uh, episode. And to start us off, I mean, uh, how else can I start off without uh, the best segment of all? Which is Honda Challenge <laughs> Update. So a little addition to that one and thank you to Sefer um from Northeast Honda Challenge. That was his daughter. Um uh you know, I, I just have to say thank you for <laughs> giving me that little sound bite with the with their kids because uh yeah, that was pretty nice. It's pretty pretty cute. Um hearing uh our our marketing team if you will <laughs> uh honda challenges uh best marketing which is uh, uh geez. there we go better 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 <sighs> okay sorry about that that i was getting some weird noise there so i apologize about that um but yeah so um we obviously don't have uh any update from northeast and at this past race over in auto club uh socal didn't show up at all so real missed opportunity for me and project Lumi to go ahead and uh sneak in and get our participation trophy which would have been a first place finish and that didn't happen so yeah I'm trying to like, sorry for the sound volume going up and down, but I'm trying to make sure I don't have this weird feedback that I was getting. Huh. Odd. All right. Keeping it in. You know me. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, smash through it. So, SoCal, nothing really. Um, Northeast, nothing really. And I'm completely ignorant about Southeast. So, Southeast people, if anybody knows, uh, Southeast people, hit me up. I want to know more about uh, NASA Southeast in terms of your guys' Honda Challenge. It seems like you guys are doing um, S2000 things with H1, so that's pretty sick. So, anyways, without further ado, the only guys I really have an update about is NASA Texas with our boy uh, Scott Adams' uh, driver development. And, of course... He showed up in a big way at Hallett Motor Speedway or Motor Racing Circuit um, and really did an impressive thing, which was win back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday. And the most impressive thing about that uh, win was that according to the race results that I was looking at, um, he not only did uh, win honda challenge but he also excuse me um he also set the fastest lap for the group both on saturday and uh sunday 
with I think it was a 128 and a 127. I think he went faster on uh, on Saturday. Double checking my information. Don't want to give you guys fake news. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it looks like that's. Um, I kind of I kind of remember that being um, what what happened um, at the Hallett race, if I'm not completely mistaken. I could be. I'm I'm still scrolling through. Should have these things a little bit better up, but yeah, no. Um Scott definitely killed it going uh fastest. They don't have their standings updated yet cuz it just happened this weekend. So um I'm guessing uh they don't have all the information. Ah, here we go. Um yeah, 127.9 on Sunday giving him not only fastest uh, for Honda Challenge, but fastest overall. And that's compared to Specky 30s and Specky 46s that were in there and Spec Miatas. I mean, of course, it's against the Spec Miata, the Honda Challenge H2 cars are going to do way better. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, shout out to Scott. Um, he did an awesome job, and it looks like... Was I full? Oh no, I nailed it. One twenty-eight on uh, on Saturday over at Hallett. Seems like it's a really fast track. Um, from what I was reading, it's like a one point eight mile track, so that's cool. You know, Texas guys doing big things. Um, and of course, I don't want to ignore the other finishers of that one. So on Saturday's race for Honda Challenge H two. Uh, kind of thin, um, group, but, you know, still, all of them, uh, pushing hard. So, in first place, obviously, Scott Adams with, uh, the 93 car. So, with a lap type of, uh, lap time of 128. And then, uh, second place, uh, car number 7, 713, GD Bird Racing, Silver metal finisher right there with a pretty much a, just a pretty much the same lap time of a 128.7 versus a Scott Adams um, lap time of 128.6 so basically there and then third place we have uh, Michael Iacino Iacino uh, in car number 72 and then uh fourth place fourth place uh die win and yeah i'm not going to call you nugget or nuyen because i actually know that one the next of mine was uh vietnamese so i learned the whole win-win uh set up with the nuyen and on sunday uh something happened with mr when i don't know i'll reach out and see what happened why he didn't show up um but looks like scott adams got faster did a 127.9 in the race and got his first place in honda challenge h2 with again the number 93 car and gd bird racing uh, finished strong as well and got his second place uh, finish with the car number 713 
And then Michael Ianacio, or Ianacio, no, or Ianacino. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, finished uh, third. So, again, only one lap behind it looked like in terms of uh, overall pace. So, with that, that is kind of all the information from honda challenge h2 that i was able to get for you guys and again we didn't show up um in terms of honda challenge uh in socal for the auto club uh event me because i'm scared of breaking transmissions like carlos has and uh yeah so that's all on me um i do think marcel went out there if i'm not mistaken in the st fork car his uh ek uh coupe which is a pretty quick car so yeah um that was pretty impressive so you know that that car is really well set up and really nice so yeah sorry guys it's kind of a uh, thin in terms of that and i need to do a better job to reach out to the other regions it's not just mid-atlantic northeast texas and uh socal Gotta gotta reach out to these um these uh southeast groups because uh apparently they're doing really well. And with that guys Honda Challenge <laughs> Update That is our Honda Challenge update uh segment. I am still trying to figure out how to get these uh soundboards to work better, so I'm playing them off of my phone, so I, I apologize in ahead of ahead of time if uh you guys are getting some um you know static or feedback through that so next on the list auto fest max boost auto fest so we've had so many people talk about how much we don't do a good job here in socal of reaching out to first timers really trying to expand our base and show like you know, our ladder program and get, you know, first timers out there to kind of expand. NASA's doing an awesome job with the partnership with Toyota and, you know, they are working so hard to get that program to work well and give everybody who does go out there with uh, NASA and their new Supras, GR86, um, like, Though that program is amazing and and we're so lucky to have that with a partnership like Toyota. So in that part, NASA's doing really awesome. But I, I feel like, you know, we can always do better. And uh, Dennis Kako, creator of Max Boost, um he did this auto fest thing over at Auto Club and honestly I think he couldn't have picked a better track to do it at because with the rising cost of entry fees at other tracks, and again, not talking smack, you know, tracks do their own track fees, inflation, insert all these other excuses for prices going up. Um, but, you know, Auto Club still doesn't charge you to come in. Parking is super capable and it's, not in the middle of a desert, even though it does feel super hot there sometimes. 
it can't be a little suffocating and in terms of like just how can i explain it just the awesomeness of like walking into a proper nascar track and it's like super impressive like driving in there because it's a proper nascar track so as you're driving in there the grandstands are like five stories tall and it's just just giant wall of thing that you can't even see the the track from the outside and then when you get in there it, it's just um kind of like an impressive facility to go up to and i think that was out of all of the um facilities that dennis could have uh, chosen to be the auto fest i think that makes the most sense and it still allows people to like be able to drive out get gas and beginners you know lowering that barrier of entry so that they literally just have to show up it's a smart move so good move on you dennis and you know there there's just so much stuff that i really don't know in terms of like creators uh for like the youtube space that aren't like brian gillespie and uh gears and gasoline and like the people that i already follow um that i really don't know about so it was um these show cars and man some of these cars were so freaking clean so there was a black eg hatch there and i'm like damn so that's what it looks like when the car doesn't look like crap like mine <laughs> so yeah that was pretty dope to see um an a nice example of a clean eg hatch and i thought that was pretty dope it was on 16 inch wheels some like spoon rega master looking wheels um so yeah that those things that thing looked dope and it had a case swap so everything on that car looked super clean and super nice so i was really impressed with that um there was this really clean uh prelude out there as well and just like a lot of like really cool looking cars out there like most of the time when you you know and it's something uh ill will uh mentioned is that when we get focused on track cars it's like we want them to form more than well we want them to function more than form in terms of how aesthetically they look sometimes and i i mean i'm, I'm guilty of that i can make the car look a little bit better do a little bit of cleaning and thinning out of uh harnesses that i don't need to be running so yeah there's definitely like inspiration to like not make my car look like shit <laughs> and yeah like seeing all of that that was that was just dope and seeing dennis like putting in so much work to try and make his run group and everything going on there like as good as can be and i was able to meet and bump into some people who have wanted to meet and talk to forever obviously brian gillespie was there with the passport prelude and piloting that one was a old school honda challenge driver someone who i've read magazines about seen like the couple videos that he's uploaded um andy hope um and dude that that's just like so dope to meet someone like that and 
so humble and so nice and patient and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like, dude, that was sick. And that prelude he was driving is so dope. I mean, like, the front tires are super duper wide. They look like they're some 315s or something dumb. And of course, Kevin Burke was also out there um, in that run group with his uh, Lexus um, trying to do a sub 150 <laughs> on 220 treadwear tires and like just like regular like Lexus sedan things. And that's such a fast freaking lap. But again, Kevin's worked there with a uh, fast toy, so he knows that track really well. And that's really where he. Um, he can shine. It's, it's basically his sofa. So, yeah, Kevin's uh, pretty well situated for there. Outside of that, like, I really don't know a lot of people there. There was this really clean um, EK hatch that looks like they did an S20 or an F20 uh, S2000 uh, engine swap. And that looked really cool like the amount of fabrication that has to go into that to make it rear wheel drive i imagine is not all that easy and yeah that thing looks super cool i think it's um by a youtube channel called throttle so yeah they're they're pretty dope i'm sure they have a build series and everything else and yeah, like, all the cars that showed up there for the Max Boost stuff was, like, super clean. And, of course, uh, Steve Wong uh, was there, uh, formerly from Falcon, now for works for uh, Titan 7. And his super clean EG hatch, which, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's, like, everything on that car is, like, done nice. Everything about it is, like, nice. I love his freaking car. This car is so cool. So, yeah, got a lot of love for that guy. That guy's super nice and super humble, especially considering, like, how well-connected and how much of a big deal he is. So, yeah, I always enjoy talking to him. He's super chill. And, of course, the homie, 91-Octane John, was there. And I was super excited because usually for time trials, um they do the awards from the previous day um on the following day so if you win first place on saturday they'll do the awards on the first meeting on sunday and i was there to see him claim his first place trophy um i think he had a spin on track from what i was hearing from him and that probably caused him to get DQ'd in terms of his fastest lap time of a 157. But it still was not enough to keep um, to keep him away from the first place finish. So back-to-back first place finishes. So shout out to that man. Like, I'm so fucking proud of him. Like, it's so dope to see John, like, you know, really has a good good setup good platform and he's really pushing himself to go out there and do that so you know his biggest competitor right now pat garrett is out there and he he's, needs to step it up and figure it out too um i think he's going to push him to go faster and it's nothing like having people that are going to be like kind of nipping at your heels and going in there 
Um, obviously, there's a couple more fast guys that um, haven't been showing up for the event, so um, they've just been letting freaking John go out there, and then after that, it's uh, Bunt Willow. So pressure's on John. The pressure is on John. Is he going to be able to do a hat trick and do three uh, wins back to back? I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. So either way, super proud of you, buddy. Big hug. Um, looking forward to seeing what the rest of uh, what the rest of the season has for you. And going back from my little sidetrack to the Auto Fest, dude, like that is so wild to see like crazy built cars and i don't know uh, I, every time i see like something that's like really well built and like you know has all the safety stuff like it, it's like a real race car i'm just like come on bro let's let, let's get you on the track i mean like i don't know like there are some people who just like kind of build them for show cars and whatnot and that's cool like, I, I want to learn um, where you guys do your work for certain stuff. But, like, I, I want you guys to come out there and play with us. Because a lot of your cars look really dope. And I think you guys can go go out there and actually use them for what you guys have been building them for. And have fun. So, yeah. That auto festing is... I hope it continues. Um, I've reached out to Dennis to see what I can do to help in terms of like instructing or ride alongs or something. I want to be a little bit more involved and get back. Um, cause Dennis, uh, obviously is doing a lot of work to get that to, to, um, be a actual like thing. So yeah. Um, organizing events, <laughs> dealing with everybody coming in there, especially a lot of first timers and trying to make sure that, Nobody does anything dumb or not, not because people are dumb or anything. It's just some people don't know like proper etiquette of getting on and off the track or, you know, not holding, um, uh, like cameras that are handheld. Like you can have them in the car and stuff like that. But those are like little things. Um, so yeah, like having to be the head of a group like that is a lot of freaking work. So um, I'm super proud of freaking Dennis uh, putting that together. He's been just busting his ass. So can't say anything more nice about the guy and I'm hoping for more success and hopefully we get more people going for that event just to see some really cool cars right there. Um, next time we're definitely going to have to bring the EG out there. And show them like what a subpar <laughs> build car is gonna be <laughs> looking like. Oh man! So yeah, that that's kind of uh, all the auto fest stuff that I I got to see. Um, Andy Hope, Kevin Burke, everyone out there just being like super cool. So yeah, that that was really cool seeing just like nice cars things that have like fit and finish is like on deck so yeah i really enjoyed that and with that we'll move into our next segment which is project gloomy updates 
So this past weekend, uh, for those that don't know, I live in SoCal. It was in the high 90s, low 100s. So I wanted to take my rack and pinion off and put in the new one that I got from Bland Sarcasm. Finally got the inner tie rods, had a little bit of a kerfuffle with uh, with freaking um, AutoZone. They gave me two different inner tie rods, which I was like, what the fuck? Like, um, I, they're like two different lengths, so I'm like, great either one of them's right and the other one's wrong or all of them are wrong <laughs> but yeah like mm, not not looking forward to uh trying to figure out which are the right parts or wrong parts when i get um underneath the car so um i was able to straighten that one out and got the two correct inner tie rods and yeah I have all the parts. They're all sitting there. I need to just drain the power steering and uh, knock that sucker out. And then I have to essentially just uh, do my own little alignment on it. I'm looking forward to not having a little bit of a slop. Because, I mean, that rack and pinion's got like 320,000 miles on it probably by now. I got the car with 313. And that's why the card number is 313. So I probably put in like maybe another 2,000 miles on, on it. Because I have street driven it and did the break-in for the engine when uh, I got it from uh, from Bad Guys Coal. So yeah, it, it's got some mileage in there. Oh, and of course, from driving all the way from Washington to L.A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got some mileage in there. So, yeah. Um, I didn't do that because it was just too hot and I didn't want to sweat and uh was just, like, dreading it. And I got lazy and I was like, no, I'm just going to watch the boys' season, <laughs> new season episodes. And I'm just like, it, it was just too hot, too hot. So, yeah. I need to get on that. I'll definitely be trying to take another swing at it this weekend. No promises, but I am going to try and get that rack taken care of. Other little projects that I have is obviously taking off some of the brackets that are left over from the rear seat and rear panels. Um, just so that it's a little bit of a cleaner, um, uh, cleaner rear hatch. I already got the spot weld uh, drill bits. Uh, thank you to EJ2 Track Rat for telling me which ones to get. So I'll be able to do the spot drill bits um, so that I can drill out those guys. And I should be able to like not not have those things in there because usually when I'm like loading tires or whatever, I don't want like. Because they can sit really nicely in the rear cradle where the rear seat was. Um, I don't want to have them like butting up against like that little bracket there. So might be some weight reduction. Maybe two pounds at most. So yeah. Next thing I'm going to be taking out is the windshield wipers and windshield wiper assembly. So I'm hoping with that power steering 
and a little bit of brackets that I can get out. Maybe I can get like, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I'm just almost about to give up in terms of trying to figure out where I can scrape weight away. Although I, I still can, I haven't really worked out getting the SRS harness out. So that's probably something else I can work on because that wiring is probably pretty medium beefy. So yeah, I could probably take all that wiring out. I don't need it anyways. So yeah, that's uh, so whatever it is, like twenty or thirty, we'll add another pound for the wiring for the SRS system. Oh boy. So yeah, I don't think I'll be able to get any anywhere closer to my goal uh, weight of twenty two hundred. Maybe ideally, if I do that exhaust or muff uh, the muffler delete, um, I may be able to get to. Um, what is it like damn maybe 23 or 2250 or 2270 with me in it so yeah we will see we will see so obviously we're going to be going into a bit of a lull in terms of track day events um I'm not going to be taking that time off, though. I will be trying to do another couple track days. I might start working on the Silver Civic or whatnot. But for right now, I did add in another project. After talking with the local, with some of the local Honda Challenge guys, it doesn't seem like next year is going to be the year that the Jump to H2 will be happening. So a lot of the guys have a well-sorted out vehicle and, you know, the at least for parts-wise, they seem to be okay with uh, the parts they have in spare. So they're probably going to be pushing to still stay H4. And, you know, for me, I just want to keep racing. I want to get better. I want to learn. And I want to keep racing with those guys. So I'm going to stay H4 as well. And... um that open diff stock tranny is just not doing it. So, like your boy does, went on Facebook Marketplace, been looking on there, and lo and behold, I found some guy selling a EX transmission, a B double or B triple zero transmission. So, I went ahead and drove out to Palmdale and picked one up. And the guy was super cool. Picked it up for 70 bucks. Uh, he said he was going case swap. Hopefully, transmission doesn't have a lot of grinds on there. <laughs> um, but hopefully, it's in good condition. He said it was. So, um, taking him out of this word, it's an old greasy transmission. So, at least I know there's a lot of oil <laughs> in it. Um, I need a pressure wash and clean it. And, uh, yeah. Um, the goal for the spare transmission that i'm getting is uh to go 4.9 final drive and to get an lsd on there helical would be super cool to get i would love to get a helical for the cost savings of it 
but you know i'm getting to the point where i'm where especially at the last big willow race where i was able to hang with the guys at the start i want to be in the battle like i am tired of getting walked and the eg is really handling well and i'm I feel like I have a good setup and I just need to really start driving a lot better and figuring out the car a little bit better in terms of setup. So I want to be in the fight with them and start not sucking. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to be doing that and shout out to EJ2 track rat and Mark uh, I think it's Diaz, uh, Project One Motorsports, because I've been talking to them and trying to get them to build up my hopes <laughs> about uh, doing the final drive and LSD install myself. Again, not a mechanic, just a guy who can kind of figure stuff out sometimes. <laughs> and we'll see how well that works, and hence why I'm getting the spare, because I need to make sure that the car can still move without me um messing around and trying to play a transmission rebuild shop so that is what i am trying to do um i need to build that it's going to take me a while i'm not a baller so it's going to take me some time to build up hopefully i could get it done before the october race over at button willow but we will see. We're still waiting to see about the run group for uh, Laguna, for Caroline to run at uh, Laguna. So for Nationals, if that works out, we still have to see in terms of budget, like what makes more sense. And if the situation calls for it, I may even skip out on October, which I don't want to do. Um But if the budget is kind of tight in terms of building the transmission, um, because I want to go with not just a regular LSD, but a 1.5-way clutch-type LSD from M-Factory is kind of what I'm aiming for. And, yeah. So, that's the plan. I need to clean that greasy transmission that I got. And shout out to that guy that sold it to me. Super nice kid. Um yeah that's where i am for project eg project gloomy my honda challenge little car try to get a little bit more weight out of it try to get it a little bit more competitive you know i think i think she's got it i think she's got it i need to go back and verify that that uh disconnected uh uh plug was what was messing that car up and hopefully everything else um on the distributors are still working i'm gonna go back and disassemble the old distributor and use that liquid um electrical tape to make sure that those frayed wires are nice and insulated so i don't have any failures on there and we don't have major failures while we're out at um at laguna if that happens so yeah guys for now that's kind of all i have for you um so thanks for um listening thanks for subscribing um 
Thanks for the support. Really appreciate it. And, um, you know, during these uh, coming months, there might not be as much uh, Honda Challenge racing going on here in SoCal because of the uh, heat, but we'll we'll keep you updated. I, I'm planning on doing some testing with the car and um, might have my buddy uh, Carlos, friend of the show, go out there and help me out, uh, find where, our, where I'm being... Uh, too conservative and where i need to like pick up the pace and maybe some setting changes that we could do with the car to liven it up a little bit or i don't know but yeah we'll be we'll be pushing we'll be trying to get the car up to pace and get some more weight out of the car um don't know how successful we'll be but we're gonna do it we're gonna do what we can and with that guys Thank you, and I will see you next Monday. Thanks.